3: Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan.
1: I'm just nobody, trying to tell
4: Welcome to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and as always, I guess flying solo this week, looking forward to getting Pastor Ken Keltner back in studio with me. I don't even know what he's going to do the first week. He had not been on the air in two years. I, I should just open the mic and say, go, just go. What do you got for me? Because he, he will go crazy. You know, there are certain people that I thank a lot on this show. And Tom Roy is, is a guy that he's been on the show a couple of times and in the, in the background, he has helped us so much keep this show on the air because of the guests that he's allowed us to call and contact. And he'll, you know, if I, if I send him a text and go, boy, I'm really struggling finding some new guests in 10 minutes, I'll get a, a text back saying, try these three, tell them I told you to call and he is—it uh, doesn't surprise me because he is a Grafton native, so he's got that Wisconsin blood in him. Um, but I'll tell you what, I when, when I talk to people about Faith in the Zone and when I get asked to come out and speak on Faith in the Zone, Tom Roy's in the first chapter, and then he's in every chapter um, since because he's been such a godsend for us. And our guest—and we haven't had him on the show in a couple of years, and I wanted to reach out and get him back on— our guest for the entire hour is Tom Roy, Grafton Native, founder of UPI. He's an author, former baseball player with the San Francisco Giants. He's now the president of Shepherd Coach Network, and we're going to spend a lot of time today. Shepherdcoachnet.com. Tom Roy, how are you doing today, brother?
5: Hey, buddy. We're a team, just so you know that, man. Thank you, Jesus. You're doing I pre- well.
4: I appreciate that so much, Tom, and it's It's really, um, it's almost like Faith in the Zone, Pastor Ken Keltner, Brookside Baptist Church, Tom Roy, that when, when I'm out speaking or somebody asks me about Faith in the Zone, and I can tell you that... I was I was doing a and you know this story I was I was doing a um, an awards banquet ceremony in Waukesha and when it was all over a guy came up to me and Faith and Zone had been on the air about six or seven months at the time and he said do you take recommendations for Faith and Zone I said I do he said you need to look up Tom Roy I said what does Tom do he said well he grew up in Grafton and I don't know exactly what he's doing. But he look, he, he played baseball at a really high level, and he's doing something that would fit with Faith in the Zone, and I've got to believe, because he's a Grafton guy, that he would take your call. And I said, you got it. And the next day, I looked up Tom Roy, and at that time, he was with UPI, and um, I, I contacted him, and he called me back like in 10 minutes. We talked on the phone. I told him about the show. The next time he was traveling through this area, we met and had lunch, and and I can tell you that he is he is a very good friend of mine and he is he was sent from God to help this show. I believe that. So that's how I got to know Tom and and we have become extremely good friends. And he's just one of my favorite people in the entire world. Hey, Tom, when I talk about UPI, um, I remember the day you told me you were retiring. And, like, two days later, you were busier than you'd ever been. Do you you miss um, being involved day-to-day with UPI?
5: I miss the guys big time. And, you know, when you hand off a baton, you can't hold on to the other end. And so Mickey Weston took over and has done just a fabulous job. But like I tell people, I retired from UPI, but not from my purpose. And so that's what kept it going. I had a lot of cheerleaders, my daughters, my wife, to uh, start this thing, shepherdcoachnetwork.com is what I say. Um, And that, uh, you know, COVID hit right away. So it gave me time to put together a few things, a couple of books, a couple of video series, and uh, get ready to go out speaking. And now that COVID is over, right? I'm, I just came back from uh, the Cove in Asheville and spoke there and hope uh, to do a little more. Like I told them, you know, they had a apologetics guy on before me and he did four sessions and I got up there. I said, you know, I'm a coach, right? what the heck, why did you get me up here? And I gave them a pep talk and they seemed to seemed to like it. So they had me do another one. So I'm hoping to get out and speak a little more now that we're able to do that, but, uh, have a few other things too, with shepherd coach. I'm just thankful that at 72, God has given me an opportunity and the energy and all that to do what uh, he's called me to do.
4: Hey, Tim, when, um, when, when, with shepherd coach, um, and and the book Shepherd Coach Unlocking the Destiny of You and Your Players is is such a good book and 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 thank you so much. I I know that um, we had bought some for an event that I was at and it 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 was really really well received and I thank you for that. Uh, can we talk a little bit about the 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 idea of writing um, that book and 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 how the Shepherd Coach Network all came to be?
5: Sure thing. I uh, had been a high school coach and then a college coach, I think a total of about 15 to 18 years. And then with UPI, I worked with professional baseball players for 38 years. And this was kind of a going back to my roots. And it's a strategic plan for coaches who say that they're Christians and want to take their faith beyond church on Sunday how to go about that in some practical ways. So it starts out, it's a workbook, by the way, so it becomes your book when you're finished reading it, if you fill in all the blanks, because it's asking you questions like, why do you coach? And because the why determines the what and the how, and what is your philosophy, and what is your personal statement, and your elevator speech. And then it goes into mentoring and discipling and what that can look like. And uh, so that was the start. I, I, uh, I had been called in by the president of East Texas Baptist university. He got, uh, all the coaches together and they gave me a day and a half with them. And that was kind of the impetus and the start of that, this whole project. So, uh, you're right. The timing of it was perfect in terms of retiring from UPI. And now I just have a heart to uh, coach people and especially coaches, all sports, all age levels.
4: You know, when when Tom talks about it being uh, a workbook, I I can tell you that, you know, he he will, uh, for instance, in in chapter three or uh, page three, uh, my journey, I remember that and I took notes um, where he talks about his journey and then at the end, and he will talk a little bit about um, the priority was people and the second priority was building a program um, for athletes. And at the the bottom of that page, it says, "Okay, your turn. Write out your coaching journey by documenting your path. It will help you understand how God has led in your life." And I can tell you that I I read yours, and and then now I'm retired from coaching. But I thought, well, let me kind of look back at my coaching journey. It it really does when you put a pen to paper and you start trying to understand what your journey was. And how it changed over the years, that it it's hard to do. You know, you're asking us now to to do what what you did, which was okay. Here's mine. What's yours? And I struggled with that, Tom. I did because, and I wasn't happy with with my answer in in some of it. You know, it wasn't it wasn't yeah. like I was when I was 19 years old. I thought I was Bobby Knight coaching at, in a sixth grade, you know, Catholic basketball league. And so where where I was at the end of my coaching career is a lot different than where I was in the beginning.
5: Yeah, and I think that if we believe in divine appointments, God is orchestrating all of that, not only for the kids who are coaching, and that's important that we become an aroma for Christ to them, but he also is doing adjustments in our lives. And uh, those who are faithful, he moves up. And that's not a saying, if you're faithful, you will move up, but it gives you that uh, background and opportunity to maybe go to another level, not just in talent, but in your own life to say what's really important. And uh, especially at the college level, I saw so many players years later, no longer pitching, hitting, throwing free throws up there. But living for christ and that's that's really awesome and coaches have a lot a lot of time more than a college coach has more time with a kid than a parent does and a high school coach probably the same between practices and games and influence so yeah that's kind of it's a tough journey sometimes to go back and look at what you did right what you did wrong but it's all a process brother
4: yeah it it really is you can go on amazon you can there's a, a lot of uh different ways uh to to find this book the best way for for i think is go to shepherdcoachnetwork.com and that way you can look at all the books he wrote and and i asked him this once before if i went to the teachers at grafton high school if any of them were still around and said <laughs> hey uh, do you know that tom roy is 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 an uh, an author of I don't know seven books, something like that. They would have been. They would have said, "Of course, he he was the best student we had." Right, Tom?
5: I think they. My nickname may have been Normandy. Every report card was D Day, baby. I'm <laughs> telling you. I don't think that's a seen great. me ever writing anything. And I praise God for good editors. That's, that's a great
4: line. I might use that line. I'm going to take that line from you. <laughs> that that is good. So in the in Shepherd Coach. Again, unlocking the destiny of you and your players. If you're not a coach, if you're a parent, if you're a grandparent, if you're an aunt and uncle, I this book has something for everybody. I think it I think when you wrote it and it, it's directed at at coaches, but Tom, going through it and the amount of people that we were able to give this to at the event, the coaching event that we did over at Brookside, I got a lot of calls on that and there were a couple people that were in the audience that I was able to give a book to that were not a coach, but they were a spouse of a coach, and I, I they they said, "Man, th- this book there, there's a lot in here for me." And the, the um, when I talked to the one woman, she said, "What I've done with the the workbook part is what is my journey, and and for, as a basketball coach's wife, like why do I do this?" And she said, "So I've just kind of added a couple things," and I said, "Well, you maybe." Maybe Tom Roy should write a Shepherd coach's wife's book, and she said, well, you have him call me if that's what he's going to do because I have been on a roller coaster with this guy, and we laughed about it. so there's there's a lot in that book for people that whether you're a coach or not, if you're a parent, I, I think you could take that book and 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 just kind of turn it into why, you know, why are you like you are when your kid is playing basketball? Why are you yelling at him all the time?" Or why are you yelling at the refs all the time? Stuff like that. There's stuff in that book for everybody, Tom.
5: Well, I've had others, uh, whether a missionary, a pastor, a wife. All you have to do is cross out the word coach and put your title In there, yep. And they're they're telling me that there's something for each of them, and so I'm very honored. You're right, though. It was very specific to coaches, and maybe you and I could write a book because it's a lot of work. And I'll let you do all the writing, and I'll put my name on it with yours second. How's that? Hey, if,
4: if if I could just if I could just talk it through, I'd be okay. But the writing part, Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not quite sure. Hey, Tom, um, how how has the the Shepherd Coach Network gone for you, and, and I want to spend, I, we just got a little time in the first segment, but I want to spend some time uh, later in the show with, with what that means and, and, and coaches that join with you in the network, but how has that gone for you?
5: I've really enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of the stuff I've done, again, because of COVID has been preparing to win, and uh, one of the things in the book is I ask coaches to consider redefining a win. You know, when you're in COVID, you can't see a win as how many times you spoke or how many times you did this or that. And so just like in coaching, if we don't have the talent, we have to redefine a win. Now, we still share that with the players, right, that they're going to win or that we expect the best out of them. But in our heart of hearts, we know that we need to redefine what is it going to look like to really be successful before the Lord and even with our kids on the court. And so this has been a time of preparation and i've really enjoyed it i've stayed pretty uh pretty focused on social media you know on instagram facebook all those kinds of things twitter putting things out there that are more quotes from other coaches and or the master coach uh and just getting prepared for when this whole pandemic is over and um I've also been, and we can talk about this on another segment, but the certification of coaches where they leave and after an eight week course, they have a certificate that says that, uh, at least for me, I've vetted them as being men or women that uh, really do not only love Jesus, but have an understanding of what it means to look at spiritual return on investment, not just X's and O's.
4: You know, on that website, and, and it talks about certified shepherd coach for high school. Or youth leagues. And it says if you're a Christian coach that wants to make more your life and your teams count for the kingdom, becoming a shepherd coach may just be able to help you with that. A shepherd coach helps coaches win more on the field, off the field, and where it matters the most in the hearts of your players, unlocking the destiny of you and your player. As we talk more about this, again, shepherdcoachnetwork.com. And take a look at that website. The books that he has written are all right there. Really easy way for you to pick up one of his books. The certification for a baseball coach, college sports coach, high school youth leagues coach. It's all right there at your fingertips. Again, shepherdcoachnetwork.com. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation with our friend. the Grafton native, founder of UPI. Now the president of Shepherd Coach Network. He is Tom Roy. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet?
0: Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Euclid, speed test, intelligence data, fixed median download speeds, USQ3 2023.
1: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
2: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
3: more now of faith in the zone discovering people in sports and their walk in faith faith in the zone is brought to you by brookside baptist church back with host mike mcgivern and pastor ken keltner on twelve fifty a.m the fan
4: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on at 12:50 AM. The fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and our special guest. And it's just so fun to, to talk to him again, Tom Roy. He's uh, a Grafted native, and he is the president of uh, Shepherd Coach Network. Again, shepherdcoachnetwork.com is where you're going to want to go. Hey, Tom, we we always utilize the second segment for people to share their testimony, and we haven't had you on for a while. And I was hoping that that you would uh, share your testimony. We've got a lot of new listeners who have joined the last few years uh, to Faith in the Zone, and I want to make sure that they understand uh, your testimony and where it all began.
5: Well, you mentioned I'm from Grafton, and from 64 to 67, I don't think we lost. We were known as a basketball team and power, if you will, in the state. There was one class, and we had a guy named Jeff Sewell on the team when I was a junior. I started at center and probably averaged three points a game, and Jeff averaged like 32 but without a three-point line. So my identity kind of came from uh, playing sports at Grafton High School, and uh, we were very good in football and in basketball and very below average in baseball, but I loved baseball. And we went to the state tournament, uh, in 66, Jeff ended up playing at Marquette and doing quite well there. And I ended up signing a a minor league contract with the San Francisco giants. So uh, I thought this is great. I, I always wanted to be a pro athlete and I thought this is the journey and we'll get going. Well, What happened was I didn't make it, and it's interesting that I I believe, even as we talk about looking at our life stories, that God provides even that kind of a background, and and for me, just to get back in the locker room. I'd been there, understood the culture a little bit, and he sent me back in, but I wasn't a believer at that point. I was a young kid thrown in with a bunch of uh, real men, and it was an eye-opener. Um, prior to leaving. Uh, I had asked a girl out on a date, and afterwards, and I'm making this short because I know your program is <laughs> only so many minutes long, but she brought a Bible out in the car and shared the gospel with me, and that, uh, d- that didn't make me happy. Let's just put it that way. Um, and then when I left for Casa Grande, Arizona, actually flew into Phoenix, at the airport she gave me a Bible with my name on it, so I couldn't throw it away, you know, like those old hotel keys, they'd mail it back to me. And uh, that was interesting. And when I got released and got home, she was at the airport. And I was kind of like, you know, I got released, right? And she goes, yeah. And she didn't care about the baseball side of it. We ended up dating and going to Bible studies. And about a year later, I say that God trusted me, that Jesus trusted me. And I uh, repented and asked for Jesus to take over my life. And she said she was so excited. And I said, well, yeah, it's kind of neat. She goes, no, you have no idea what God might do. And sure enough, here I am now looking backwards at 68 countries. I get, you know, whereas before when I put on the uniform, there was a little bit of pressure. Now I walk into locker rooms and talk to them about Jesus. Uh, Major league players did that for 38 years, a few NFL teams, a few NBA uh, and a lot of college teams. And so my journey with Jesus began after, in other words, when I was at a low point in Grafton. Uh, God moved me out of there. I became a radio announcer in West Virginia for about a year and a half, and then went to college at Grace College in Winona Lake. And I really had modeled to me what a Christian coach should look like. In fact, the head basketball coach is now with the Miami Heat in the front office. He he went from Grace to... Um, school in california and the next thing you know he's sitting on the bench with the lakers as an assistant coach and then when uh, riley went to the heat he took him with them chet cammer i saw a lot of things in him that i had never seen in coaching before and there were others that were at the at grace college that really modeled for me what that looks like and then uh Milwaukee comes into the picture again, Billy Graham, when he came to Milwaukee, I think that was probably what back in the seventies, eighties. I can't even remember. It was a long time ago, probably late seventies. They were going to do a baseball clinic. And a friend called me and told me, so I called their organization, and they said, we don't have a clue how to do a baseball clinic. And so they asked me to do it, and I sat in the upper deck of County Stadium the night before and drew something out on a piece of paper or a napkin as to what it would look like. And that next day, some 700 people came out to this clinic. We had Brewer and Yankee players come out and uh, had a player or two share his testimony. And I gave an invitation. And there were over 70 adults and kids that made first-time commitments. And it was pretty powerful, kind of cool coming back to Milwaukee. It was at Martin Luther King Field. And um, they challenged me to say, hey, go for this. And so I incorporated what we call UPI, Unlimited Potential Incorporated. And uh, yeah, God just took it uh, to levels I would never would have seen. So I thank him for the opportunities, not to just see the world, but to actually be able to share about Jesus in some venues that most people wouldn't get an opportunity to. And And now, you know, this many years later, See some of the fruit of that, and and the entire the one of the uniquenesses, Mike, of UPI is all of the staff are former professional players. In fact, one of them played for the Brewers, Tony Graffinino. Uh, he's full time on the staff, and but all of them could say, "Yeah, I played for." So they're reaching back into their culture. So I encourage all, each of you. You never know what God's going to do if you don't know Christ. And you know, I, I talk about now of the coaches about developing a culture and that to be like Christ. But to the person on the other side, the root word of culture is cult. And they see it maybe as a cult. And for you to be able to show them how Christ changes your life, that it isn't a cult about being good enough or following rules, but to repent, ask Jesus to take over, and literally let him take over and see where he takes you. uh, that, That fires me up. And to see now the history of that that uh, not only is the gospel being proclaimed in the locker rooms, but now these players are even going into full-time ministry. So I rambled a little bit there, but None. it's just overwhelming and humbling.
4: Guys, so you you see now why he he's not just one of my favorite people in the world, but I— he could, for me, when he's talking, I'm just quiet because I'm. I, it's so I know that story. I know it because we we've talked about it in person a number of times, and he's talked about it on Faith in the Zone. Yet I I just can't stop listening to it. And and that girl who met him at the airport, that's his wife now. I mean, just let's close the loop on this. She hung out with him, yeah. and she's still holding hands with him. I'll tell you that.
5: For 51-plus years, wow. and she's awesome, and uh, she is she's awesome. still teaching the Bible. She has a women's study, and uh, she's a wonderful speaker. If you have any women's groups back there, she's been the wife of a coach. She's been a wife of a ministry person, but her she has a gift for teaching the Bible. So uh, I, I don't mind if I have to sit back and she takes over meaning in terms of her ministry, and I try to encourage her that way with her Bible studies.
4: Well, and, and look, I've known her uh, for a while now, and and when she speaks, too, it's, it's, it's funny because Tom and I both just stop and we just listen because she's real. 1st of all, y'all kicked your coverage by a mile, brother. You know that. and Big yeah, and, and it's Big so shot. nice to know that you know that, too,
5: I just don't want to use that analogy after the Packers last game, but yes,
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ooh, that was, yeah, we we we'll we'll talk a little bit about that later I'm in the show. Still, I have to tell you, hey still Tom, still hurting, oh, still hurting over, there. still hurting on that one. Hey, when um when you talked about um you know hey if you have any women's groups up there, she would be perfect for that. You, you get a lot of calls from from different churches throughout the country that ask you to come out and and speak. And and I know that we had you at Brookside Baptist Church. In fact, we did one of these shows live in front of the men's group. That's certainly something that that if if it's open on your calendar, um, you would be willing to come into the Milwaukee area for any of the churches in this area if they if they want to go to your website and have you come in. Correct,
5: brother. I would be honored to do that. I I really am sensing that that is something that God wants me to do more. Uh, more of is to get out into the uh, communities, churches, banquets, whatever, whoever would have me, because, you know, again, how many more years do I have? Uh, Meaning, you know, praise God, I can walk and all those kinds of things. Um, But I absolutely love beating the people, and uh, hopefully my message is such that, uh, you know, I'm not your typical three-point-in-a-poem kind of guy um i try to you know talk to them about scriptural principles and challenge them as men and as women to take responsibility right so i, I like I, did, I say i come across a little more as a coach in my speaking than a preacher but some people like that so i would absolutely love any opportunities that are out there
4: shepherdcoachnetwork.com or if you get a hold of me um i can i can get you in contact with tom and, and during the break, he said, hey, we need to take faith in the zone on the road in the state of Wisconsin. Now, you set it all up, you sell it, and then get that limo to the airport for me, and then I'll I'll join you. And I said, oh, yeah, actually, Tom said a Pinto. If you get a Pinto and any color M&Ms you have, we'll be just fine. Um, if you're, if you would like Tom to come in again, he's a Christian author, uh, keynote, uh, breakout speaker, um, coach meetings, conference retreats, churches, men's groups, MC for events, sports ministry, consulting. All of that is on his website. You go to the website, there' a simple click to book Tom Roy, if you want to bring him in, and I can help you with that. If, if you're a pastor from one of the churches in this area that listens to this show, and I hear from some of you guys every once in a while, if this makes sense to you, um, call me. And I'll tell you what, what, uh, how, how to get a hold of Tom. And, and we'll spend 15 minutes on the phone with me singing his praises. I am a big fan. He's our special guest <laughs> for the entire hour. Again, shepherdcoachnetwork.com. He's a Grafton native, founder of UPI, an author, and a, the president of Shepherd Coach Network. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan.
3: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm
1: just a nobody trying to tell everybody
4: all about somebody who saved Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The Fan. Again, I'm Mike McGivern, flying solo this week. Our special guest, Tom Roy. He's the president of Shepherd Coach Network. Go to shepherdcoachnetwork.com. Hey, Tom, when 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 you get a chance to 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 mentor one of the coaches or or have a coach that wants to be involved in in Shepherd Network and they want to kind of get certified and they want to learn more about uh, this. They get a chance to talk and spend quite a bit of time with you, correct?
5: Yeah, actually, if it's a college coach, it's eight weeks. Uh, High school or youth coach, it's five weeks. But then they get me for the year. There is a cost to it. But um, we go on Zoom one-on-one. It's not a uh, recorded message that they get. And I try to really get to know them. Uh, There are a couple papers that they have to do on the sovereignty of God. And, um, you know, so I know what they know. About the scriptures, uh, we teach them how to share their testimony. But also, uh, we use Shepherd Coach and my other book Flock as kind of the textbook, along with the Bible, and we basically do life together. So I challenge them about certain things in the books and and in coaching, and how to be a believer, eyeball to eyeball, an hour a week. And then, like I say, they have uh, access to me by email or text for another year after that, because you know it's one thing to learn thing in a classroom environment; it's another thing to take it onto the court and to have actions, reactions, and how do I handle this? And I absolutely love it. Uh, to this point, I have. Uh, it's interesting. I just uh, I'm two weeks into for the youth league a former, 11-year major league pitcher that just retired a few years ago and he got in touch with me and he said, I want to coach youth league, but I want to be a godly example. And um, the, the remainder are basically college coaches, but one of them is a former division one female coach and she um, is on fire for Jesus now. And it's really fun to see how she's taken off. So uh, any sport, any level, Uh, I want to uh, be there, and uh, like I say, it's not a package. I mean, I have a curriculum, but it's not a package where you just push a button and listen. We interact, and uh, like you said in the beginning, I'll ask tough questions. But I want them to take ownership of their faith in the context of where they coach. Uh, It's different to coach, for example, like I did at Grace College, where they want you to mentor and disciple as compared to name your state university. So we talked through some of those different issues And uh, I'm fulfilled by it, and I hope it's fulfilling the Great Commission. I believe this is the sweet spot that God has me in right now. And with the experience of, you know, professional baseball and dealing with those men that have a lot of stuff but have real lives, it's somehow God's made that mix work. And I'm just very humbled and thankful to be able to pass that on.
4: You know, he had talked earlier about you know he does a lot on social, and and their Facebook page is is really good. And and look, uh, he's very active. So you're it's not like you're going to go. And the last thing that he posted was you know in, in in 2019. He's very active, and and I love the stuff that that he um, that he posts. Uh, the the six hours ago, the minute you step away from negative people in your life. You will see, instantly see the beauty in your horizon. And that was a Bill Walsh uh, quote. And there's stuff like that all through their Facebook page. And and go to Shepherd Coach Network um, on your Facebook page and, and follow them, like them, and uh, take a look at all the things that, that he posts. He, I can tell you on his, on his personal Facebook page, he does post some ridiculous uh Humor. I can tell you that <laughs> my, my wife, jo- my, my wife, wa- my wife finds your humor much funnier than I do, by the way. <laughs> it's really good. Uh... It's your, you know, um, February 20th, he posted the greatest leader is not necessary, not, not necessary. The one who does the greatest things. He's the one that gets the people to do the greatest things. Ronald Reagan. So they're all through his Facebook page. He's got things that are going to encourage you, that you're going to think about, uh, that are going to challenge you a little bit. Uh, that I would, I would definitely take a look at at that as well. Hey, when did you get so good in in the social space, young man?
5: Well, I have a daughter who's. Both of our daughters are off the charts, but uh, Amy in particular, and Lindsay also, but Amy's the one that challenged me, you know, to say, Dad, you know, again, you haven't retired. Now, let's take you from, you know, cursive (laughs) to social media. And she began showing me how it all worked. And so uh like you said on my personal page I put jokes basically because people need to laugh in this day and age uh, even though you don't think all of them are funny either do I I have people that send those to me that's the interesting thing on that one I you know I put these jokes and they think I'm writing them some people do and I have a 40-year missionary in France a used car dealer in Cincinnati and a pastor in Southern Illinois that send me almost all of those so all it is me is copy and paste the other one ones, the quotes, I do take uh, a pretty good amount of time trying to find things that I think are going to make people think, believers and non-believers, and uh, make them think through, you know, what's what's really important. Uh, But I have to give my daughter, Amy, the credit there. She's a monster on all that social media stuff, and she's quite an entrepreneur.
4: That's awesome. Yeah, I, I can tell you that whenever I go on his Facebook, I will go back a week or so, and then I'll start looking at some of these jokes, and I'll go, Terry. I'm on Tom Roy's Facebook page. She'll come zipping over, grab my phone. Um, you know, there's four dogs like in a, you know, walking, and one says, We've been married one year today. And the other says, It feels like seven. Okay. So that, you know, that's kind of funny. It makes me laugh a little bit. But Terry just thinks it's uh, that all of the stuff you post is the funniest thing. And I've, I fancy myself as a comedian a little bit. She doesn't think I'm funny. Yeah. She thinks all the stuff that you post are really, really funny. So I, I love the fact that that your your daughter was kind enough to take the time to teach you because you're very active and and really good on social and and when he when again when he is on the Facebook page uh, for Shepherd Coach, it's different than his personal stuff. It's very encouraging. I would definitely go to take a look at that. You can find all of this information on him if you have any interest in in speaking to him if you're a coach and you want to become a certified shepherd coach uh, if you if you're a church if you're a group that wants to bring Tom in um, if he's available he will make it happen you go to that uh, website shepherdcoachnetwork.com and take a look at uh, the, of everything that he has it's it's just a, a, a website that you'll spend some time on the mission statement to impact and empower coaches and leaders of all kinds through education, media, speaking, mentoring, and books to utilize their platform to impact and empower those they lead, teaching and living out how we might exhibit Christ like philosophies in positions and areas of life. So, you know, we always talk on this show a lot about Tony John saying, hey, whatever platform you are on, whatever platform the Lord has given you, You know, this is exactly what Tom's talking about in his mission statement, you know, living out how we might exhibit Christ-like philosophies in positions and areas of our life. And uh, I I just think the world of, of the work that he's continuing to do, hey, can you still throw the ball a little bit?
5: About uh, 12, 15 feet, probably, yeah. I I've, got, I've got a bad shoulder, but um, I just want to go back to something, Mike, if I can. Sure. You know, I just as we've been talking, um, this just hit me, you know, that God really started my outreach career in Milwaukee. Think about it going back to my home state, I would love the last years to be able to come back up there and administer. And I'm not saying that as an ad. I'm just thinking out loud with you how God and his economy, you know, here we are speaking today and you're saying such kind things. And how cool would it be? Not that I want to die tomorrow. I'm not saying that, but at the uh, beginning and at the end of the ministry to be able to come back to the grand old state I love it up there.
4: You know what, guys, let's bring him back and and uh I can tell you that we, we had a ball when when he came up um and and spoke at Brookside and we did this show and we taped it and it aired on, on Sunday, he uh he said, Look, I'm gonna bring some of the books, some of my books and, and uh, you know, hopefully I could sell a couple of them. Well, he brought a lot of them. And we sold them all because when I said, look, he's willing to sign, he's willing to autograph these if you guys want to just stand in line and, and it'll just be a minute. And there wasn't a book left over for me. And there was four other ones that I needed to, to have him send to me and he you brought a couple of cases that day and you said boy I hope I can sell a couple and the line was people waiting to just speak to you and and get that book like I was like hey hey how you doing they're like never mind I'm in line here for Mr Roy I'm like whatever man what, hey you and I go to church together pal and they laugh so it's uh it it's really good if you want to have him come in and and I can help you through that or you can go to their website shepherdcoachnetwork.com we're going to get to a break. On the side of the break, we'll wrap this thing up, continue our conversation with Tom Roy, our special guest. He's the president of the Shepherd Coach Network. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 a.m. The Fan.
3: Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. Only on
1: 1250 AM The Fan
4: Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM The Fan Our special guest Tom Roy Grafton native, and he is the president of Shepard Coach Network. Hey, Tom, um, since the last time you are on the show, we have started asking this question at the end. And I, I'm sorry I haven't given you a heads up on it, but we're going to give this a shot. If I took every uniform that you ever put on in your entire life, from peewee football or basketball to the San Francisco Giants and every uniform in between, and I put them in a closet, and I, I, you said, look, I, I want one back, and I want to play one more game. What uniform do you make me pull out of the closet to put on and play one more game with that team, and who do you play against?
5: Number 44 at home, 45 on the road, Grafton High School basketball. And uh, what, what was the second part? Who would I play against? Who do you play against and why? Well, I Germantown town because I owned them, as Aaron Rodgers would say. <laughs> hey, Warhawks! That was Tom Roy 30 who said he owned you. My senior year, so I'd say Germantown. They let me shoot a lot. I don't know why.
4: They, well, they must they must have film. You know, watched some film or came out and scouted you boys and said we can let forty 45- five. Or number forty four at home, we could let him shoot because we have watched that. Oh, that's funny. Hey, when, when you played for Grafton High School, you said you guys were, were awfully good. Did did you win a state you won a state championship, correct?
5: No, we didn't win it. We went to the final four. That's when before classes. So oh, boy. You know, we were the first game we beat Madison East, who was ranked number one in the state. So we thought we were doing really well. And then we just didn't show up against Wisconsin Rapids. So we didn't win, but it was a great honor. And, uh, we, we put it up there, you know, like I say, my junior year averaged like three points a game, my senior year, I led the conference in scoring because, uh, a, I shot a lot, and B, Jeff had graduated. Hey, so <laughs> we I, on
4: So maybe we we take that against Germantown back in the closet, take out that Wisconsin Rapids game, and see if we can see if we you know yeah. play that one one more time.
5: You know, I didn't play in it, actually. Uh, I got really sick, and so we got there, and Coach Bleasy let me do the jump. I was a center. So to start the game, I was so sick, the doctor said I shouldn't go. I tipped the ball and sat the bench the rest of the game, didn't play the whole next game. So, yeah, that's a good call. I'd like to have that one back.
4: Yeah, was that at the, at, up at Madison at the barn?
5: Yeah. Oh, yep. Oh, boy, exactly. oh, boy.
4: I've yeah. coached a few games at... and. That facility, and it was years ago, but man, that was a really cool place to coach a game.
5: It was cool to play, too. Yep. I mean, uh, I think there were maybe three people left in Grafton when we went down there. It was a lot of fun, you know, and as I deal with these athletes at all different levels, they too go back to high school. You know, people think that they would uh, talk about, and they do sometimes, their feats at the major league level or whatever. But, you know, when you're a high school kid, it's your whole world. And uh, it was easy for me to come up with that one because those were some fun times. And like I say, we won a lot, so that was good too.
4: Hey, Tom, asking that question at the end of this show, it's amazing the different answers for everything from – you know, my junior year in high school, and this is a guy who played for the Indianapolis Colts, and he was a big-time football player. He said, look, we're in the state finals, and I was the guy, and I fumbled twice mm-hmm. on the goal line, and we lost by six, and I would do anything to get that ball, that that, that game back. The one that affected me the most, Tom, was we had a woman that was a, um, uh, she She had won a gold medal in, uh, in the Olympics, and she's from South Carolina, softball player. And I said, "Hey, any you know, you played volleyball at a high level, play obviously softball. And she had uh, she said, "I would uh, take the church softball uniform, put it back on." And I said, really? Oh. well, her her husband had passed three days before their second son was born, Tom and and he had been hit by lightning when he was a kid and it enlarged his heart, and nobody knew it and he passed away, you know, three days before their second son was born. And she said, I would, I would take out the church softball uniform because I played left center and he played short. And I just would like to throw one more cutoff to him.
5: Uh, cool.
4: Yeah, cool. unbelievable. She I, said, you know, that's, I said, I have played a little church softball. She goes, ours is co-ed, obviously, the girl in right center played on the Olympic team with me. I played in left center, and the, the, the rule wow. was we couldn't throw anybody out at the plate. We had to hit our cutoff, man. And I said, was that yeah. a league rule? And she's no, a church rule. Our catcher, he couldn't catch. And so it was they didn't want us hurting him. And I said, and she goes, and my husband, as my cutoff guy, he was always in the wrong. I just would yell at him, and we had so much fun, and I would love to play that one more time. So that oh, question wow. has gotten
5: some great answers. Oh, yeah. Good question. And thanks for allowing me to relive it. Yeah. Worry br- days, right? I think there was a song written about that.
4: Yeah, I think so. And if not, maybe you and I will will do that. He is Tom Roy. You know, when we talked about uh, if anybody's out there looking to bring him in, um, you know what? Go to shepherdcoachnetwork.com and uh, take a look at everything on that website. Go to their Facebook page. Follow him on, on, on Twitter and Instagram. He's very uh, – he very active on social, and I give him a lot of credit on that. A lot of great information on that. And if you're a coach that has interest in becoming a certified Shepherd coach, information on that website as well. Hey, Tom, thank you so much. Please say hello to your family. Please say hello to your wife, and and uh, I miss her. It, uh, it's always good to catch up with you, brother. Same on your end, brother. You got it. Again, he is Tom Roy. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 a.m. The Fan.
3: You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone right here on 1250 AM, The Fan.
1: I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul Ever since you rescue me You gave my heart a song to see. I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus I'm living for the world Nobody but Jesus.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today.